Happy New Year's Eve, BMW fans. And of course, BMW stands for Boy Meets World. Well, today, I thought, you know what? Let's do the New Year's Eve episode of Boy Meets World. Because it's the last day of 2020. Like, all right, let's see what they got. So, this is from Season 3, Episode 10, entitled Train of Fools, which aired December 15th, 1995. <laughs> so, that's it. New Year's Eve episode airs before Christmas even gets here. Like, 10 days before Christmas gets here. Wow. <laughs> so, in this episode... With no mode of transportation to get to the party, the teens have no choice but to spend New Year's Eve in an abandoned subway car. An abandoned subway car? Really? Oh, here we go. Here's another one. Synopsis. It's New Year's Eve, and everyone has plans for midnight festivities. Unfortunately, so does the rest of Philadelphia. Nearly all forms of transportation are booked solid. The group has to take the subway, but the night takes on a new turn when the train breaks down. That's got a bite. This episode's got a 7.9 out of 10 rating based on 166 ratings. It was directed by Jeff Kraken, McCracken, excuse me. The creator, Michael Jacobs, also April Kelly, another creator, Susan Myers, and Judy Toll, the writers of, a couple of writers for Boy Meets World for this episode. We got some trivia. The episode takes place from December 31, 1995 to January 1st, 1996. And another piece of trivia. Warning spoilers. Buffy the Vampire Slayer's Charisma Carpenter is the girl in the French maid costume that Eric kisses in the end. So does this mean Buffy the Vampire Slayer the movie, right? Not Buffy, the TV show that came out, like, later on. So we do got a couple of user reviews here. We have one by Chrissy Elizabeth 14563 This was from November 1st, 2019. Rates it a 10 out of 10. Fun app. This app is funny, but ultimately my favorite part is the relationship growth between Eric and Corey. And the next one by... Sal he, S A L H Y dash forty eight eight two, eight out of ten. Funny one. Put up this review December 9th, twenty nineteen. Warning spoilers. Eric was the soul of it. Everything conspiring against him to ruin his date with the supermodel Rebecca Alexa. <laughs> That's a name. Beginning by his own self, poor thing. Anyway, he ends up ditched by her on the subway because of Corey. And just to add more fun on the situation, they all stayed stuck on it. As always, Sean is cozy everywhere, anytime, and with anyone he got himself stuck with. And definitely has to be a real fun person to hang out with. I wouldn't be opposite to... Okay. But we also can see a real evolution in the relationship. Corey slash Eric, and let's say that was touching. Oh, and a little cameo of Wesley Johnson. Or John Wesley Jonathan. I don't know who that is. On Turner's side, well, the only thing we can say is the karma kick faster than you k- 
again. Thank and God bless Eli. Alright, so basically here's how this is going to go. Just giving you guys a heads up. This is going to, this Boy Meets World episode is still, it's going to be labeled as a bonus episode. The Boy Meets World podcast that I'm starting up in January isn't going to take place until January. So I just got done with the theme song. I really kind of like how it turned out. And of course... I can't properly kick off a new podcast series without covering the very first episode. So, <clears throat> excuse me, January is going to be the pilot. I'm pretty much right now just going to be doing random one a month episodes at the time just with everything else. I, You know, the other podcasts I'm currently working on. Full House and Different Strokes, which are both weekly podcasts right now, so... Also, I cover once a month the show Everwood. I'm on season one. I'm also kicking off season two of Small Wonder, which I'm doing that in order, same as Everwood. So if you guys are into those shows, check them out. Small Wonders on my Looking Back on My Wonder Years, a Wonder Years podcast, SoundCloud page. Same with Everwood. Now, I did get word online that the Punky Brewster reboot looks like it's probably going to be coming sometime winter 2021 so that could be anywhere between January and March would be my guess so how I'm going to do that one is I'm of course going to watch the episodes for my own enjoyment first and then I'll probably cover one or two of my it just it really really depends usually with these shows that they put on Nowadays, the reboots are getting like 10 episodes, so I may even stretch it out to one a month just with everything going on. So, Another thing to look forward to in January for the Looking Back on My Wonder Years podcast is I'm going to be covering the movie Big. January through March is going to be all about wish fulfillment. With Big, in February, I'm going to be doing 13 on 30, and then in March, I'm going to be doing 17 again. If you're trying to find a place where you can watch Boy Meets World episodes, they have it on Disney+. Plus. Also, if you want to watch the spinoff Girl Meets World, they also have that all three seasons on Disney+. Plus. Now, on occasion, I, I did bring up the fact on one of, on the social media podcasts pages of occasionally covering a Girl Meets World episode every, you know, one of interest. I haven't watched all the Girl Meets World episodes. I like the show. I don't love it, but I do love Boy Meets World. I did grow up with it. I kind of fell off the Boy Meets World train halfway through the show. So... I just, I'm like, you know what? I really like this. I, I love Boy Meets World. I love the TGIF shows, Family Matters, Full House, all of that. You know, in a couple years, once I'm done with, you know, the Full House podcast, two or three years from now, then I could be doing regular weekly episodes of Boy Meets World. I'm not saying I want to do every single one, but we'll see. We'll see. Two years is quite a long time from now. So let's see. Do we got any guest stars? Of course we have guest stars. I'm sure we do. 
Angela Visser. There's always one. There's always someone who has my name. <laughs> Whether it's a character or it's an actress. She plays Rebecca Alexa. We have Wendy Pitts playing Janine. We have Brooke Theis playing Valerie. Wesley Jonathan playing TJ. Don't know who that is. But then again, I... Oh! Charisma Carpenter playing Caterer. Oh, she must be the girl in the French maid's outfit? Okay. Dawn Maxey playing Lynn. And Justin Armeo playing Pizza Delivery Guy. So there are a lot of guests. Mainly, I'm guessing they're going to be on the train with the gang. So if you want to follow along with the Boy Meets World podcast going forward in January, the podcast title is The World According to Corey. An unofficial Boy Meets World podcast. It does have its own Facebook page. On Instagram, it is sharing a page with the Looking Back on My Wonder Years podcast page as well. So that way you can find out what episode I'll be covering each month. So I'm going to be covering the pilot. If there's time towards the end of January, there is a Super Bowl-ish themed episode called The Eskimo where Sean is trying to get Super Bowl tickets as a lesson that Mr. Feeney is giving him about something. I think it's about maybe not giving up or something like that. But then again, some of these episodes I don't remember so well or I probably just haven't watched them. So, of course, I'm watching these courtesy of my Boy Meets World box set. I kind of wanted to do some themed episodes. In February, there are there are two known Valentine's Day episodes. There is the first Girlfriends Club, I think, with Sean. And at that point in the show, Corey and Topanga are broken up. I think I want to hold off on that one. Maybe do that for 2022. And the one I think I want to do is the resurrection episode where it's 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 a sad melancholy but kind of happyish towards the end in a way with the Matthews family is welcoming a new baby into the family. Joshua. Unfortunately, there are complications with Amy's pregnancy and delivery and the baby is unfortunately baby is not, does not come out um, average baby sized and it, so a lot of prayers, a lot of Corey grousing. I remember this episode. Corey was grousing about the fact that he and Topanga, you know, he had this whole Valentine's Day date plan because they're engaged. He was like, no, this is our last Valentine's Day before we're married. We have to go out and celebrate this. And yeah, I'll be covering that one for February. And then we'll kind of see. I mean, there are seven. I think I kind of want to stay clear of Corey and Topanga getting married. Like, that stuff's going to come, like, well down the road. So I'm probably going to be hitting up on more seasons one through four-ish. And then once I eventually have more time to do kind of themed-ish type episodes a little bit, 
like with Full House. We'll, we'll just see how it goes. Like I said, this is down the road. I just at the time just want to do once a month random episodes. So, okay, I have talked enough. <laughs> so let's get into Train of Fools. Everyone, I hope we have a wonderful start to 2021. Please, 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 because we all need to stop holding our breath and just let that breath out. That breath being 2020. So, all right, let's watch Train of Fools and see how this episode unfolds. All right, so jumping into this episode, we are in the kitchen. Sean blasts through the door with exciting news. His uncle, Laszlo, owns a limousine company, and Sean can guarantee that he can get a limo for him and Corey because apparently it's not going to be busy on New Year's Eve, and Sean's uncle, Laszlo, is going to be their chauffeur. It's not... Wow, it's... Really? maybe, Maybe people aren't taking limousines on New Year's Eve. I don't know. And... Corey's excited because he's like, wow, Topanga's going to love this. We can go to any party, any time. Oh, man, this back door, this door here to the kitchen is just buzzing with activity because now Feeney's coming through it. As he said, boys, quick, where are your parents? And Corey's like, uh, oh, they're out, Mr. Feeney. Why, what's up? So it looks like Feeney is headed out of town because he says, my cab to the airport's waiting for me and all I have are traveler's checks. Oh, Sean revels in this as he's like, oh, you're asking us for money, aren't you? And Mr. Feeney says, yes, I've I've hit rock bottom. (laughs) So Feeney's begging the guys like, Please, gentlemen, I missed this flight. I kissed my weekend in the Bahamas. Goodbye. Oh, Feeney's going to the Bahamas by himself. Okay. He's a teacher, guys. Come on. Cut him a break. My guess is this money's going to come with strings attached. But then again, how much money could Corey and Sean have on them at this time? So Corey's like, well, Mr. Feeney, you're in luck. I just happened to... And he starts digging around in his pocket and Sean is like, oh, no, 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 Cora, allow me. Oh, my, my, Sean definitely, I could see, is wanting to get something out of this. Like, oh, Feeney's asking us for something. We got to get something out of this, too. At least that's what I'm thinking he's going to do. So, he, Sean asks, well, would 20 bucks get you to the airport? And <laughs> Feeney's like, well, I, I suppose... Sean turns to uh, Corey and says, Hey, Cord, lend me 20 bucks. <laughs> he is real. Oh, Sean, just give him the 20. He's like, you know, if you had thought about this ahead of time, you wouldn't be in this situation. <laughs> he is really lording it over Feeney. And Mr. Feeney's like, yes, yes, yes. Like, just give me the 20. <laughs> He rips it out of Sean's hand and says, thank you. And Sean's like, what? What now? Putting a hand up to his I I can't hear you. Thank you. (laughs) And Sean's like, okay, you don't have to shout. And away goes Feeney on his trip to the Bahamas. Hopefully. That man needs a vacay. I don't know what Sean just said. Pene, pene, what is that? 
Is that like, see you later? Corey knows what it means. As he says, Sean, you just wished him a spicy pasta. And Sean says, I know. <laughs> You're like, yeah, sure you did, Sean. Corey, Corey, guess what? For New Year's Eve, I got us a limousine. A limousine? Yeah, yeah, that's short for limo. <laughs> My uncle Laszlo's stretch limo. He's not busy that night, so he's going to be our chauffeur. Wow, that's great. You know, Topanga is going to love this. I mean, we can go to any party, any time. Boys, quick, where are your parents? Oh, they're out, Mr. Feeney. Why? My cab to the airport is waiting, and all I have is traveler's checks. So You're I... asking us for money, aren't you? <laughs> yes, I've hit bottom. Welcome. Please, gentlemen, I miss this flight. I kiss my week in the Bahamas goodbye. Mr. Feeney, my man, you're in luck. I just happen to have some. No, 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 no. Cor, please, allow me. Would uh, 20 bucks get you to the airport? I suppose. Cor, lend me 20 bucks. <laughs> you know, if you had thought about this ahead of time, you wouldn't be in this situation. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Uh, excuse me? Thank you. Hey, hey, you don't have to shout. <laughs> Penea Rabiata! Sean, you just wished him a spicy pasta. <laughs> I know. So all of a sudden we hear this, Oh my God! No! No! And then Sean and... Corey run into the living room. Eric's on the cordless phone. At, at first you think, oh my gosh, what happened to Eric? No, he's just excited because he has got a date with a supermodel who happens to be a first cousin to his friend Jason, who is played by Jason Marsden, who I believe at some point in the show... I don't think he goes into season four. I think season three might be his his last. Also, if you guys want to hear an amazing interview with Jason Marsden, the Feeny Call podcast was able to get him. And he talked about his experience of working on Boy Meets World. I believe he tried for the role of Eric Matthews, but unfortunately, um, well, Will... Fridell had gotten the role and they ended up they liked Jason Marsden so much that they created a role for just for him that's why he keeps his name Jason and I mean I knew Jason Marsden from when he was on Almost Home which is like a sequel show to the Torkelsons which both shows are so fun but definitely check out that interview on the Feeny Call podcast. They also interviewed the actress that plays Angela. I'm going to be the first to say Eric with long hair I'm not a big fan of. It seems like the longer his hair gets, the dumber his character gets. If I got it, and I'm being honest here, I really think I prefer season one, Eric. I mean, he does have his moments where he is serious down the road. You know, his character is serious, but they really dumbified him. So, 
Amy and Alan come home with a couple bags of groceries, and Alan's like, what's wrong? We heard screaming. Eric turns to Alan and says, oh, Dad, thanks for giving birth to me. And Amy's like, you know, I was there, too. I might have had a hand in that. Well, Eric is so jazzed about having a New Year's Eve date with the supermodel Rebecca Alexa, which is a made-up name, if I ever heard one. Corey and Sean, of course, have heard of her because, you know, they're teenage guys, same as Eric. Like, Rebecca Alexa, the jeans girl, the one with the, and Corey's like, and the, and Eric's like, yep, yep. And Corey asks Eric, like, how did you get a date with her? And Eric tells him that Rebecca Alexa is Jason's second cousin. Okay. And I guess she's from out of town and she's coming in for New Year's. And she needs a date. Well, kudos then to your friend Jason for hooking you up. And Eric's like, oh, I'm just so happy. And I love Alan's response of, you know, all those hard years of dating have finally paid off. <laughs> I love Court's response. Well, not for her. <laughs> he is just so excited for the New Year's Eve kiss. Kissing a supermodel. Oh, my goodness. And then he faints. Like, Mom, Dad, catch me. I would say this is not the first time that Eric does this fainting technique that he does. Now, I haven't officially started this segment yet, but I definitely feel best worst dressed so far. Worst is going to go to Alan in that jean mom. It looks like a mom jean jacket. It's just like... Kind of like an acid-washed denim, almost. It's just, it's not flattering for uh, William Russ, who plays Alan. But I am definitely digging Sean in that leather jacket. Oh my gosh, teenage me. <laughs> oh my god! What the no. heck? No! No way! Eric, what's the matter? Ha-cha-cha! <laughs> heard screaming. Something wrong? Oh, Dad, thanks for giving birth to me. Uh, I was there too. Oh, right. Kudos, Mom. <laughs> Get this. Your firstborn, the fruit of your loom, has a dream date this New Year's Eve with supermodel Rebecca Alexa. Rebecca Alexa? The jeans girl? The one with the... Yes. And the... Yes. No. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. Eric, how did you scam this? Oh, she's Jason's second cousin. She's in from out of town. She needs a date, so she's going out with me. I, I am just so happy. I... Oh, those long, hard years of dating finally paid off, huh? <laughs> well, not for her, but... Oh, no, just think, I mean, when that clock strikes 12, I'll be kissing the famous blonde lips of supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philly. Oh, Mommy, Daddy, catch me. So, Alan's ready to go. I guess, what, are they going to a New Year's Eve party or something? He, well, his attitude is more like, let's get this over with. He's like, Amy, let's go. New Year's Eve, fun, fun, fun. And she says... I'm still shaving my legs. And he's like, well, you can finish up in the car. You're shaving your legs? He's already dressed and got a coat on. And you're shaving your legs. Now, I know the stereotype of girls take forever to get ready. I am not one of those people. I don't take forever to get ready. Eric comes down with a brown 
jacket with a black turtleneck and it's very unflattering. I usually will say I don't find I don't I don't find anyone in a turtleneck appealing. I don't care how good they look. Just no turtlenecks just no. And I know it's 1995 at this point, almost 1996, but just turtlenecks, no. And Eric wants Alan's opinion. He's like, Dad, how do I look? Do I look fat? <laughs> oh, Eric. So apparently Alan has had to give this speech before or this advice before. For the last time, Eric... It's just a girl. It's just a date. She just happens to be a model. But that advice doesn't really help Eric as he's like, I'm a fatty, fat, fat. Oh, with the fat shaming in the 90s. My goodness. Oh, wow, Amy. Wow, you look, she looks very, very nice. Wow. And Alan is like, whoa, whoa, wow. <laughs> well worth the wait, which really wasn't that long. <laughs> Amy goes over to Eric and says how handsome he looks and Eric's like oh do I look too handsome like buddy you look fine minus the turtleneck Corey comes down and it looks like he's about ready to conduct an orchestra with his suit jacket vest and white button down shirt where's your little uh your little baton thing for uh the orchestra He's a little conductor. So Eric said, Eric, oh my goodness gracious sake. <laughs> Corey comes down, like I said, he's dressed like a conductor. He's going to go conduct an orchestra. No, he's going to go wait outside for Sean. And Amy's like, no, 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 get back here. Let me look at you. And she's just, her boys are just so handsome. And she turns to Alan and says, remember when the boys were younger and they just loved to just sit on the couch and stuff themselves with popcorn and watch the ball drop? She looks at both Eric and Corey and says, what's happened to my babies? Speaking of babies, where's Morgan? Where's Morgan? Corey just looks at his dad and says, Dad, she's not going to cry, is she? And Alan reminds Amy of her mascara. Like, we don't have time for you to reapply. Let's go. And a Alan's helping Amy with her coat. And <laughs> she says, remember those were fun times? And Eric's like, yeah, you guys got to go out and go to a party. I got to stay here and babysit Corey and pull raisinets out of his nose. Ugh. They still have their Christmas tree up, by the way. Corey adds, you know, if it wasn't for those shrimp forks, the raisinets would still be up there. Ew. <laughs> Amy gives them a word of warning. Boys, be careful when you're going out because you know New Year's Eve brings out all the crazies. Oh, here comes John bursting through the door. Come on, everybody. Let's get crazy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right on time. Oh, Sean. Rocking that leather jacket. Ugh. That's right. Sean's Uncle Laszlo has the limo waiting for them. Okay. Now, like I said, it's been quite a while since I've seen this episode. So, how do they go from a limo to a train? I'm curious. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Amy 
looks out the front door and asks, why does that limo look so strange? And Alan tells her, it's because it's a hearse. It's uh, Sean! Sean! You can't tell the difference between a hearse and a limo? Buddy! Oh, come on. You got Corey so pumped up for the chance of riding a limo and you got a hearse. Amy, let's go! New Year's Eve! Big night! Fun, fun, fun! Let's get it over with! Alan, I'm still shaving my legs. Well, finish in the car. Let's go. <laughs> okay, Dad. Need your honest opinion. How do I look? Do I look fat? Eric, for the last time, she's just a girl. It's just a date with someone who happens to be a model. I'm a fat, fatty fat. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Hey, well worth the wait. Which really wasn't that long. Eric, you look so handsome. Really? Absolutely. Too handsome? All right, Mom, I'm going to wait outside for Sean, okay? All right, stop. Wait, let me look at you. Come here. Mom. Oh, Alan, remember when the two of them would stay up late on New Year's Eve and eat popcorn and watch the ball drop? What has happened to my babies? Dad, she's not going to cry now, is she? <laughs> Amy, mascara, we haven't got that kind of time. Oh, admit it, boys. Those were great times. Oh, sure. I mean, you guys got to go out. I was stuck here with Corey trying to pull raisinets out of his nose. <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't for those shrimp forks, they'd still be up there. <laughs> you know, I haven't heard a thank you. Now, guys, be careful tonight. You know, New Year's Eve brings out all the crazies. Come on, everybody. Let's get crazy. <laughs> He's on my side. Corey? Uncle Laszlo in our limo 08. Why does that limo look so strange? Maybe because it's our hearse. Oh, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Where do you see what's in the back seat? <laughs> Eric, you're gonna have to move that old rusty excuse for a car out of the driveway. Hey, 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 you're talking about my Lucille here. No, I mean, granted, she's not the most reliable car, but she gets me where I gotta be going. Hey. There's nothing you guys can say or do to pull me away from her. Eric, why don't you take our car tonight? Okay, sure. Amy. No, Alan, I don't want him driving that thing downtown. Here are the keys. We'll take your car. Okay, great. Here are the pliers. <coughs> you want it to start, don't you? Apparently the horn's got uh, one of those novelty horns that plays a dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Corey is not at all creeped out. He's like, oh, wow, I can't wait to get in there. And Sean even says, hey, wait till you see what's in the back seat. Ew. So, Eric's car is named Lucille. Interesting. Isn't that the name of Negan's bat from The Walking Dead? Of course, Amy doesn't want... Eric driving that unreliable piece of crap car. So she says, here, take our car, we'll take yours. As Eric hands her the pliers, like, oh, you want it to start, don't you? Oh, boy. Well, at least Amy and Alan aren't going out and getting Eric a car. He actually is having to work for it and get kind of a, a clunker. Like one of those cars that's like your beginner car. You work your way up so you can eventually afford a down payment on a car and make payments or whatever. On a better car. A more reliable car. Alright. So 
for a second, I thought we were going to Jack and Sean's apartment. I'm like, no, wait a minute. No, no, no. That's season five. This is season three. No, we're going to go hang out with Mr. Turner and Eli. They're going to go hang out. They got a couple of VHS blockbuster rental tapes there in the coffee table. They got a baking mixing bowl filled with chips. And yeah, they're ready to hang out. Oh, I love how they got that plastic blockbuster bag and the blockbuster tapes. <laughs> oh, this reminds me of my days of working at Blockbuster. Turner sounds kind of relieved that he doesn't have to go out with Janine. Like, you don't know how close I came to having a date with Janine. When I'm going to be honest here, this plot, this side plot here with Turner and Eli really is not lighting my fire. Like, eh. Unless they're interacting with Sean and Corey. It's like, I'm not that interested in uh, Turner's bachelor life. Apparently, now they're kind of airing out their grievances about their year. Like, this is not my year with women. You know, this one girl named Valerie and this other girl. Just baggage and issues. And it's like, yeah, this person's fun to date if you're not hanging out with your mom or something. It's like, okay, don't really care. But yeah, they're just enjoying each other's company, hanging out. Two guys and beer and pizza and the doorbell rings and it's... A brunette. Who's this lady? Uh, apparently Janine has decided to come over and it's like, oh, I know how you hate to be alone. And Turner's like, no, that's you. But Janine makes herself at home and she's like, oh, how about, oh, because Eli's there. Like, I will whip you up both an amazing lasagna. And Turner's like, no, 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 Janine, don't, don't bother. And of course Eli's like, man, come on, it's lasagna. Turner mentions the pizza and of course here's the pizza with Valerie. Oh, for heaven's sake. So I guess it's not going to be a guy's hanging out. It's going to be the guys with these two ladies hanging out. I really don't care. I thought that there was going to be some sort of cat fight with Val and, uh, Valerie and Janine. But no, they're, they're giggly, giggly girls. Oh my gosh! Valerie! Janine! Huggy, huggy! Like, uh, let's move on, please. Don't really care for this plot. Oh boy, looks like their night did not go well as Eric and Sean are coming back. Is Topanga with them? We'll find out. So, turns out <laughs> the hearse had a living, breathing body in it. It wasn't a corpse. And Corey's irritated. It's like, great, now we're without Uncle Laszlo's hearse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Last look, yeah. Um, Corey's like, how are we gonna get to the parties? And Sean tells him, "It's like, look, Core, you see a corpse breathing, you gotta take it back." And Sean adds, "It's the right thing to do, man." And <laughs> Corey's so angry. He's like, "Look, I'm happy for the stiff, all right, but it really stuck it to a lot of people." Topanga, of course, being the voice of reason here, like, hey, guys, it's New, it's New Year's Eve, a time to celebrate, not fight. Corey, of course, agrees with her. And he's really these expectations of, we're going to make this the best New Year's ever. Whenever you do something like that, you know that you're going to be let down. Oh, looks like Amy and Alan's car broke down. I don't know where. 
But Eric brings in Rebecca Alexa. He apologizes, like, I'm so sorry the car broke down. And she, you know, she's cool with it. Like, hey, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. And Eric's surprised, like, oh, wow, you understand? You mean you're not mean and icy? <laughs> he says, you are a super duper model. Oh, my goodness. Of course, we got to get the fire hose on old Sean here. He's like, oh, my gosh, do you know who you are? And I'm sure that Rebecca Alexa must get this all the time from teenage boys. Men just bleh, their tongues hanging out of their mouth, dragging on the floor. And Sean is just going on about how he's a big, big fan. Like, huge. Well, Corey, of course, gets in front of Sean like, Hi, hi, I'm Corey, Eric's younger brother. And this is, uh, this is Topanga. She's a girl from school. And Topanga is just like, Corey? And Corey's like, I mean, she's my girlfriend. So don't get any ideas. <laughs> oh my god. I gotta look up this actress, because she looks like I've seen her in something. I looked. She isn't in anything that I've seen. She's only got like 17 credits. Two of which were two different roles. Two different episodes of Baywatch. Oh yeah, he says, oh yeah, she's also my girlfriend and I love her very much, so don't get any ideas. Oh, Corey. Oh, Sean. <laughs> he asks, so uh, do supermodels have any special powers? She just kind of looks at him with a raised eyebrow like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah, he's like, can you read what I'm thinking? And she says, yes. Like, ugh, sure. And Sean is so guilty. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, Sean. <laughs> you and your teenage hormones. So Eric comes over from getting off the phone. He says, Rebecca. He keeps calling her Rebecca Alexa. Like her, her first and last name. Like, I mean, maybe Alexa isn't her last name. Because it says in the subtitles, Rebecca hyphen Alexa. But anyway... He says, I lucked out. I got us the last cab in Philly. And Corey is like begging Eric. Like, oh, Eric, you gotta let us share the cab. And Eric's like, let me think. Uh, that would be a big fat hairy no. Now, Corey's really begging Eric. Like, Eric, please, this is my first New Year's Eve out of the house, alright? He tells him, like, look, without this cab, we're stranded. We're not gonna be able to go anywhere. And Rebecca Alexa sympathizes with Corey and like, Oh, Corey, I know how you feel. My older sister would never take me anywhere either. And of course, Eric wants to stay on Rebecca Alexa's good side. So he pulls Corey aside and says, Hurry, I'll let you share my cab. But if you utter a single word to me or my date, it better be, Help, I'm flying out the cab window. I mean, I didn't have an annoying sibling growing up. I probably was the annoying little sibling because my sister had to watch me all the time. Nice going, Sean. Without Uncle Laszlo's hearse, how are we going to make it to the party? Hey, hey, it's not my fault, okay? You see a corpse breathing, you've got to take it back. It's the right thing to do, man. Look, I'm happy for the stiff, all right? But he really stuck it to a lot of people. Gee, guys, it's New Year's Eve. A time to celebrate, not fight. You know what? You're right, Topanga. Okay, and we're gonna make this the best New Year's Eve ever. If we were dead, because then we'd have a ride. Oh, Rebecca, Alexa, I'm so sorry the car broke down. Eric, don't worry about it. These things happen. Oh, you understand? 
You're not mean and icy? Oh, you are a super duper model. <laughs> oh my God. Do, do you know who you are? You're Rebecca Alexa. I'm a big, big, big fan. I, I'm huge. Thank you. Hi. Hi, I'm, I'm Corey. I'm Eric's brother. Um, this is Topanga. She's a girl from school. Corey, excuse me? She's also my girlfriend, and I love her very much, so uh, don't get any ideas. <laughs> so, so do supermodels have any special powers? I mean, like, can you read what I'm thinking? Yes. I'm really sorry. Rebecca Alexa, I lucked out. I got us the last cab in Philly. <laughs> oh, Eric, you gotta let us share it. All right, let me think. Uh, I'm seeing a big, hairy no. Eric, this is my first New Year's Eve out of the house, all right? I mean, without this cab, we're stranded. All right, hold on, hold on. No, I tried. I just can't care less. Corey, I know how you feel. My oldest sister never took me anywhere. I never forgave her. Cora, great idea. Why don't you share our cab, bud? Eric, what made you change your mind? Why don't you come over here and I'll tell you. <laughs> you say one sentence to me or my date, it better be help. I'm flying out the cab window. Corey assures Eric, like, oh, Eric, don't worry about that. I'm not going to do anything stupid. Of course, we cut to the door because they're coming back through it. And it's like, great, you wasted our one and only cab. And Corey's like, look, I didn't trust that guy, okay? His driver's license, that picture didn't even match that of the driver. It just... Gosh, why did this make me think of Uber? Like, this is like pre-Uber. <laughs> or pre-Lyft. <laughs> Eric's like, how can you do something so stupid? You sent away the last cab in the city. And Corey's like, I'm telling you, there was something weird about that driver. Yeah, he, I mean, I, good for Corey in a way. I mean... <laughs> This person clearly wasn't even a legit taxi driver. Because Corey tells him, like, didn't you see his license in the windshield? It wasn't even his picture. Oh my gosh. What if somebody stole a car and is going around... I don't know how that would work in 1995, almost 96. But it just... When he said that, that just made me think so much of Uber. Although I've never used an Uber or a Lyft before in my life. And of course, this isn't deterring Eric at all. He says to Corey, if stupidity was in the Olympics, you'd win a Nobel Prize. Uh, turn that finger around, Eric. Aim it at yourself. Because Olympics and Nobel Prize are two totally separate things. I gotta go with Corey on this one, honestly. Because he says, look, the guy was clearly in an imposter. If we'd have went with him, for all I know, he was going to take us to some warehouse and cut out our livers. And Sean makes a joke about how, oh, I already gave up mine or one of mine or something. <sighs> hey, well, there's the family picture. There's Morgan. The picture's from season one, so at least, uh... Because when does Morgan come back? Season four? So Eric is quick to apologize to Rebecca Alexa. Like, I apologize for all the stupidity that runs in this family. She does not look bothered by it at all. In fact, she suggests that they just stay in. She doesn't want to go to a party where everyone's 
ogling and gawking at her, which, I mean, she's a well-known supermodel. I can understand, well, not personally understand, but as a person, I can understand I wouldn't want someone gawking at me and ogling me and drooling on me if I were in her place. But, no. That's whole Eric's whole point is he wants to show off a supermodel and get his name out there. Like, hey, everyone's going to see me on the arm of a supermodel Rebecca Alexa. This can mean, you know, big things. And I... <sighs> He's not thinking of her at all, which... Not surprised, because, you know, he's a teenager, too, with hormones racing, and all he cares is about is who looks good on his arm, the supermodel. Topanga's the one who comes up with the idea, like, hey, why don't we just have our own little party right here? Which sounds like a fun time. Yeah, she kind of wanna wa <laughs> she wants to do what the boys used to do before they were allowed to go out. And experience New Year's Eve outside of the house. Like, I'm telling you, it'll be so much fun making popcorn, watching the ball drop. Eric puts a hand to his forehead like, Corey, make it stop. <laughs> Eric is so, like, no, Rebecca, Alexa, look. One way or another, we're going to be seen at that party. What party? I mean, yeah, she's a supermodel. She probably gets invited to a lot of parties. And all Eric wants to do is be seen with Rebecca, Alexa. And she asked, like, well, how? I mean, what are we going to do? Take the subway? Looks like they're taking the subway. Oh, Eric, don't you worry about that. I am not going to do anything stupid. Corey, how could you do something so stupid? You sent away the last cab in the city. Look, I'm telling you, there was something weird about that driver. I mean, didn't you see his license in the windshield? It wasn't even his picture. Corey, if stupidity was in the Olympics, you'd win a Nobel Prize. Look, Eric. The man was obviously an imposter, okay? I mean, for all I know, he was gonna take us to some warehouse and cut out our livers. Hey, no biggie. I've already had mine out. <laughs> Rebecca, Alexa, I apologize for all the stupidity that runs in this family. I'm just a carrier. It's no big deal. I don't need to go to a big crowded party with everyone staring at us. Oh, we're going, baby. Hey, light bulb. Why don't we just have our own little party right here? I'm telling you, it'll be so much fun making popcorn, watching the ball. All right, all right, Corey, make it stop. <laughs> Look, Rebecca, Alexa, one way or another, we are going to be seen at that party. How? I mean, what are we going to do? Take the subway? So, yeah, Rebecca, Alexa was not being serious when she says, what are we going to do? Take the subway? Because they're both holding a pole, holding on to this pole standing up on the subway. He's like, great idea, Rebecca. And she's like, practically rolling her eyes like, I wasn't being serious. Like, you don't know. <laughs> she looks like she's 26 years old. On a date with a high schooler. So, Eric's just being a major dawhead. And Corey's like, hey, it's nice to see you in a better mood, brother. And Eric's like, just don't you already? Like, oh, good grief. And Topanga mentions how it's so exciting just doing something by the seat of your pants. And Eric says, oh yeah, like that guy. And Topanga, Corey, and Sean are like, oh, I don't, we don't see what the guy is doing, but, ugh. So, Sean mentions to Corey, he's like, gosh, I get the feeling that I'm being watched. And Corey says, yeah, you feel that too. And they step away from the side of the subway train there 
There's a picture of Feeney with his finger pointed right at whoever's looking at this picture. And it says, I want you to stay in school. (laughs) Ah, No matter where they go, they can't get away from Feeney. He's always there. He's always watching. Of course, yeah, they turn and they see the picture and they start screaming. Ah! Great idea, Rebecca. I wasn't being serious. Oh, well, then you lucked out because this is fun. I mean, riding the rails in a mighty locomotive. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. It's nice to see you in a better mood, brother. Just, uh... Isn't this great? There was something so exciting about doing things by the seat of your pants. Yeah, like that guy. Oh, yeah. Oh. Hey, Corey, why do I feel like we're being watched? You feel that too? Yeah, it's it's weird. It, you know, it, it feels kind of like... <laughs> okay, come on. Let's do it, people. We've got parties to go to. What's your rush on? It's only 10.30. We have plenty of time before midnight. Yeah, and uh, Eric, you'll be kissing Rebecca in front of all of Philly just like you wanted. In front of all of Philly? You know, I don't know where he gets this kind of stuff. So your brother thinks of me as just a trophy? Yes, Corey! Ah, how, do you, how do you lie to a supermodel? I mean, those lips can see right through you. Oh, Eric? Yeah. I just remembered. I have to... Go home. What? No, wait, Rebecca, let's. No, Rebecca, let's go. No, wait, stop the train. Stop the train. Rebecca, let's go. Wait, no. So the train stops to let people off, and the first guy that gets off. Is got that not Sean's got the same type of haircut. It's the '90s style with the parted down the middle type of hair. And Sean is like ushering other people off the train. Like, let's go, let's go. You got a party to get to. And Topanga's like, Sean, what's your rush? It's 10:30. We have plenty of time. Well, you have about two hours, depending on where exactly what party they're going to. Who knows? And. Rebecca Alexa, of course, learns really that Eric just wants to be with her so he can kiss her at midnight in front of all of Philadelphia. So are they planning on heading to, like, New York City to Times Square and kissing there? I don't know, but she's like, in in front of all of Philadelphia? Is that what you see me as? Some type of trophy? And... Corey's like, yes, he does. It's like, Eric, you don't deserve this girl. You just see her as a as an object, as sex object, and that's not cool. So she turns to Eric and says, oh, I'm sorry, Eric, I have to go home. And she gets off the train, and as soon as she's off the train, the doors close, and Eric's like, Rebecca, Alexa, no! I need to get off the train! Like, okay. Eric deserves to have his night ruined. I mean, his whole reason behind this, just to be seen by other people with a supermodel, is that's not cool. He's not thinking of her feelings at all. So Eric starts shouting, I need to get off the train! I need to get off the train! And Corey tells Eric, he's like, there aren't any cabs left in the city. She can't get too far. And as soon as Corey says everything, trust me, okay, everything is going to be dandy. My guess is... That the train just comes to a halt and it's like, uh, it's gonna be a while before we get the train moving again. 
Uh, the first time I was on a subway train would have been my trip to D.C. Let me tell you, their reaction when the train stops and they go flying, it's like you either grab onto a pole or you take a seat because that train goes, you are going to be thrown onto the floor. I was amazed at just how fast the subway train was going. Like, oh my gosh. So... Eric, of course, is blaming Corey. Like, what did you do? And the conductor comes on, and you can't really understand what he's saying. Something about having difficulty, and it keeps cutting to static. And Topanga's like, what is he saying? And Eric says, he said Corey broke the train. (laughs) Eric, it's okay. I have to get off the train. (laughs) I have to get off the train! No, look, get off at the next stop, alright? There aren't any cabs left in the city. She can't get too far, trust me, okay? Everything is gonna be dandy. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> Nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your... He seemed to be experiencing a major... What did he say? He said Corey broke the train. <laughs> So, Eric is now pacing the train, just, uh, this makes me think of the Full House episode where they, Michelle's idea to, hey, let's save the planet and let's take the subway car, and, or subway train instead of two cars and polluting the earth, let's take the subway train and it ends up getting stuck on the day that Jesse's supposed to graduate from night school and he's giving a valedictorian-type speech. Corey's sitting with Topanga in one of the seats. They're holding hands. They look so adorable. And he says, look, no one's going to bother us if we just act tough, okay? And Corey is just making a nuisance of him. He's like, boy, I love New Year's Eve. Everyone's just minding their own business while Eric's trying to pry the doors open, which is not going to work. I don't know where Sean went to. And Corey's like, I would sure hate to have to kill somebody, though. No one's taking this kid seriously. Because you look at Corey, and he does not look like the type that would do bodily harm to anybody. There's a guy who's sitting kitty-corner to Corey. And as soon as Corey says, I hate to have to kill somebody, the guy's holding a newspaper and he snaps it and then puts it down and just looks at Corey like, you want to try me? And Corey adds, with my flu virus. (laughs) Topanga's eyes is just like, oh, Corey, you're going to get yourself beat up. Uh, Eric, give up already. He's trying to pry his fingers between the doors. And it says on the door, do not lean against door. It also says, watch your step and look out for traffic. So the set for this train, I'm just kind of wondering how they kind of was were doing, because it's not a real subway car. I was just kind of thinking how they were doing, like jostling it from the outside. Because you only see one side of the, tra- the, the train. And the doors that are supposed to represent the doors to the subway car, when Eric's pulling his fingers out of the gap in the door, and the way it kind of, wa- the doors kind of wobble... 
It makes me think when you're in a grocery store and you see those double doors to go back into like the meat department or, or wherever. It just seemed like they're very flimsy, like those kind of doors. So the conductor is saying there's it's the train's still not functioning, obviously. And half of what he's saying is get, getting cut off by the static and we just hear, which may result in death or dismemberment. Clearly, they don't want you trying to get off the train. It's what happens if it gets going again. You're going to get run over by it. It's not like they're anywhere where there's a platform they can get off of. And Corey asks Airly, now what did he say? And Eric says, he said, Corey, go out and lick the third rail. So I like that Topanga is doing her best to have a positive. She's the only one that has a positive attitude. As far as where Sean is, I have no idea. He's probably in another train car. She says, hey, buck up, buckers. It's probably just a teeny electrical problem. And she tells them to look on the bright side because the city is saving on electricity. Let me guess, the lights are going to go out next. Am I right? Wow, now Corey's turning on Topanga. Looks like he's getting his bad attitude from Eric. He's like, what is with you tonight, Topanga? Did you swallow Sandy Duncan? Oh, Sandy Duncan. Yeah, I remember her from the Hogan family, which is, um, I'm not going to call it a sequel. It's pretty much a continuation of the Hogan's or Valerie or Valerie's family. That show went through a lot of rewrites. <laughs> Trapped on a subway, this is a nightmare! <laughs> okay, no one's gonna bother us if we just act tough, okay? Boy, I love New Year's Eve. I'd sure hate to have to kill somebody, though. Oh, God! With my flu virus. Okay, if I could just pry my fingers into the door, they would get stuck. Like this. Oh, ha, ha. Still not functioning. Do not, under any circumstances, which may result in death or dismemberment. Now what did he say? He said, Corey, go out and lick the third rail. <laughs> Buck up, buckers. It's probably just a teeny electrical problem. And look on the bright side. The city is saving on electricity. What is it with you tonight, Topanga? Did you swallow Sandy Duncan? <laughs> That's it, Corey Matthews. I am sick of being the raw, raw girl. You try being the positive one all the time and using words like buckers. I have demons, so there. Wow, what a rush. You, uh, you guys don't spend a lot of time on the subway, do you? Not on subways this nice. So, uh, what do you think the problem is? Uh, loose wire, an air blowing the sinister. That guy looks like Roger from How long they fix it? On the holiday? It's hard to say, man. So, I like how Topanga gets in Corey's face with her finger. It's like, that is it, Corey Matthews. I am tired of being the rah-rah girl. It's like, yeah, because she's the one that's trying to be all positive and seeing the bright side of things. And she's like, telling him, you try to be in the positive one all the time and using words like buckers. And then she says, I have demons. And she's like, wow. Yeah, she let herself loose. She let herself go. Well, someone once in a while needs to put Corey in his place. I like Topanga's outfit. It's like a nice... I don't really know what to... It definitely... It looks like it does have like a... um. Not a, not a kimono, but there's another type of... 
jacket I've I've seen in movies. Like probably like in um maybe Three Ninjas Kick Back, the sequel where the boys go to Japan. So something to that regard. Okay, so the guy that you heard me say, gosh, that looks like Roger from Sister Sister, it's not. But his character's name is TJ. I'm guessing we don't... We don't hear him say his name. And the only reason I thought he looked like Roger is because he's got the, um, the little multiple mini braids going down either side of his head. And he looks at Corey and um, Topanga and Eric and is like, wow, you guys, you don't spend a lot of time on the subway, do you? And Corey's like, well, not as nice as this one. And they ask him, like, hey, do you know when this might get fixed? Or what's going on with the train? And he's like, well, it could be this or that. And they're like, well, do you think they'll get it fixed soon? And he's like, well, it is a holiday, so I don't know. I mean, are the train conductors supposed to know how to fix their own trains? Or do they have a technician on board? I don't know. So yeah, Eric gets on the emergency-only box, and he says, Eric Matthews to bridge! Eric Matthews to bridge! I don't know, is this like a Star Trek reference? I haven't heard... Maybe Star Trek, Star Wars... And the guy tells him, the conductor's like, Kid, get off this emergency-only box. This is for emergencies only. And Eric brings up... Rebecca Alexa, and their conductor asks, oh, the jeans girl? Well, that sucks to be you. But still, stay off this line because it's for emergencies only. Sean finally makes a reappearance. He's been uh, all over the place on the, the trains going from one car to another. He's like, all right, guys, I've been up and down this train, and here's the scoop. Wow, they're like, they're, uh... I don't know what car they're on, but he says on car five, he says parochial schoolgirls who ditched their nun. And Corey's like, oh yeah, really? And I'm like, Corey, your girlfriend, your girlfriend is right next to you. You're going to get a wallop to the back of the head. Or at least if I were Topanga, I'd be walloping upside, him upside the head. Like, don't you dare. Don't even think it. And in car two, Mrs. Janelli just went into labor. <laughs> Sean says, I saw the head. <laughs> that consists of an emergency, a woman going into labor. That is a good reason to use an emergency box. Not because Eric is down because he lost out on the supermodel. And Corey notices that Sean's got uh, a pop and he's holding a napkin and it's like, oh, what you got there? <laughs> and Sean says, yeah, there's a couple caterers stuck in the next car. Look, it's a tiny, tiny crab cake. Hello. Hello, Eric Matthews to bridge. Eric Matthews to bridge. Okay, guys, I have been up and down this train, and here's a scoop. Hey. Car five, parochial schoolgirls who ditched their nun. Nice. <laughs> You have a girlfriend, buddy. Oh, and in cart two, Mrs. Janelli just went into labor. I, I saw the head. Huh? <laughs> hey, what are you eating there? Oh, that's the best part. Some caterers are stuck in the next cart. Look, look, it's a tidy, tidy crab cake. In a light pastry shell. Well, you forget about the crab cake! Subway, Subway, can they fix it? What's wrong with it? Why would I ask? We've got food, babes, and birth. Eric, the cycle of life is complete. 
Not without Rebecca Alexa. Hello. Hello, if there's any intelligent life out there that can hear my voice. Get off the box, kid. This line is for emergencies only. Yeah, really, Look, Eric. sir, believe me, I have an emergency. I am right now missing my date with supermodel Rebecca Alexa. The jeans girl? Yes, my captain. Life's tough. Hey, Ernie, is that a crab cake? Oh, no! <laughs> so Eric grabs Sean by the shirt and asks, Hey, do you know what's wrong with the train? Can they fix it? And Sean says, Hey, Eric, why would I ask? We've got food, babes, and birth. The circle of life. Oh, he says the cycle of life is complete. Oh, God. Oh, I am so tired of Eric in this episode. He is just getting the worst award from me because he is really... His attitude, he sucks this episode. So, we get back to the apartment with... Jonathan, Turner, and Eli, and Valerie, and whatever, Janine, are talking about how Jonathan broke up with them, took them out to an Italian dinner, and told them how they deserve someone who will appreciate them and that he's not ready for a big commitment. Pretty much same type of dinner for both girls, same line delivered. I don't care. They're not interesting. Unless they're interacting with the boys, Sean and Corey, I really don't care. So I'm skipping over the scene and moving on. Back to the subway car. Or I'd like to find out what's going on with Amy and Alan and Eric's piece of crap vehicle. Okay, where's this young boy's mother or father? Because Eric is telling Timmy here that he's going to Take him and lower him onto the tracks. Shows him a picture of Rebecca Alexa from a magazine. And tells Timmy to give her this note. Someone find that kid's parent. Because Eric needs to be uh, taught a lesson. He's really aggravating me. Thank goodness Timmy's mother comes in and grabs him. John runs in, mentions how Mrs. Janelli is very close to giving birth. I thought she was practically there. I mean, if Sean could see the head. But he's asking if there's anyone on this car that knows anything about deliveries. Uh, we see a guy that has pizza on his hat. Clearly, he's a pizza delivery guy. And Sean figures, well, you'll have to do. Let's go. We head over to Corey and Topanga, who's worried about Eric and saying how upset he looks and how Corey should go over and talk to him. Why? Just let Eric waddle in his self-pity. Nothing Corey says is going to change anything. Of course, Corey goes over to Eric and Eric starts blaming and pointing fingers, saying, You're the one who sent my cab away. And you told Rebecca Alexa I wanted to kiss her in front of all of Philadelphia. Well, you did, Eric. He was just being honest. He's the only one who was being honest with Rebecca Alexa and not treating her like an object. So Eric is really just thinking about himself. Like, I just want to go to a big party and have a good time. And Corey's fed up with Eric. He's like, yeah, you think I wanted to spend my night like this too? No. He tells Eric, you'd have to be an idiot to have a good time down here. Here comes Corey, or Sean, with a Happy New Year hat. Oh, It's 
got another pop, which I he hands to Corey. He's like, I don't know about you guys, but I am having a great time. That's the thing about Sean. He rolls with the punches. He knows how to have a fun time. He doesn't got to be at home in front of a television watching the countdown. He could be on a stalled subway train and just... He's going out visiting the other cars and finding out what's going on. He found someone to help hopefully deliver that baby. Eric and Corey are the one being the sourpusses. He, Sean adds, oh, and the pizza guy says he'll have the baby delivered in under 30 minutes. <laughs> so he, he, Sean says he told the parochial girls, the ones who ditched the nun, that his uncle was the Pope. Oh my gosh. And Eric, uh, Sean, bleh, I'm getting everyone's names mixed up. Corey realizes, like, hey, I guess you can, some people can have fun wherever they are, wherever they go, or where, wherever they are. And he turns on Eric and says, hey, Eric, Eric, if you want to just want to sulk and, you know, feel sorry for yourself, be my guest, all right? All right, Corey, thank you. He says, I'm going to make the best of this because I'm here with my friends and that's what's important. Well, your girlfriend's over there sitting by herself and your friend is off gallivanting with other people from other subway cars. So, Timmy, hey, Tiger, here's the plan. I'm going to lower you down. When your feet hit the tracks, I want you to start running. You're going to find this girl and give her this note, okay? Take the note, Timmy. Now run like the wind, Timmy. Run like the wind, Timmy. Timmy. You just take care of you, all right? Okay, Mrs. Janelli's real close. Does anybody here know anything about deliveries? You. Pizza guy, you'll have to do. Come on. Eric looks very upset. You should talk to him. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Eric, um, you know. You. You're the reason for all of this. You climbed out of my cabin, sent it away. You told Rebecca Lecture I wanted to kiss her in front of all of Philadelphia, thus foiling my divine plan! I'm sorry your night with Rebecca Lexa didn't work out, okay? All I wanted was a big party with a lot of people having a good time. You think this is how I wanted to spend my night? I mean, you'd have to be an idiot to have a good time down here. I don't know about you guys, but I am having a great time. Oh, oh and that pizza guy says we'll have the baby delivered in another 30 minutes. Gives me plenty of time to check up on those parochial girls. <laughs> Told them my uncle was the Pope. <laughs> well, I guess some people can have a good time anyway. So, Eric, if you just want to sulk and feel sorry for yourself, be my guest, okay? But I'm going to make the best of it, because I'm here with my friends, and that's what's important. Yeah, fine, you do that, all right? Use all my brain power to will this train to move. Fooey, I need a bigger brain. <laughs> Come over here. Yeah. Alright, now Corey's getting into the New Year's Eve spirit. Everyone's wearing a hat. Everyone's jostling, dancing-ish, having a good old time. <laughs> Corey's got a serving tray from the caterers. <laughs> There's even sailors on the subway car. They got music, too. This, everyone's having a... Well, everyone but Eric. But Eric is, uh... He's being a sad sack right now. Apparently, no one's ever heard someone say, Party! 
Because <laughs> the, uh, the guy who I think uh, looks like Roger from Sister Sister, his name is TJ. And he's like, wow, I thought tonight was going to be so lame. You know, just a typical night on a subway car. But no, you really turned this into a party. And Corey looks at him like, what? And TJ says, party. And even, even the crowd doesn't understand someone saying party. And TJ says, party? And they're like, oh, oh my goodness. So yeah, Corey knows how to come through and, you know, uh, turn that frown upside down and just get everyone engaged and, you know, hey, like, just because we're stuck on the subway car doesn't mean we gotta be a bunch of sad sacks like my brother in the corner over there. No, we're all having fun. We got food. We got refreshments. We got music and dancing. People dancing and New Year's Eve hats. Ready to ring in 1996. So Topanga makes her way over to Corey, taps him on the shoulder, he turns, and she kisses him. He's like, what's that for? It's not even midnight. And she's like, yeah, but they're passing out garlic balls and I wanted to get a fresh kiss in. Which, yeah, I don't want to kiss someone who's been eating garlic. <laughs> oh, Eric decided to come around and uh, actually join the land of the living. Yeah, Eric decides to have one of the garlic balls. And he's like, don't worry, I don't have, it's not like I have anyone to kiss. And Corey and Paul like, look, Eric, I said I was sorry. And Eric says he's over Rebecca Alexa. Well, let's hope so, because I think I lost count how many times the name Rebecca Alexa has come up in this episode. I think we're over 10, the, over the 10 count at this point. Eric claims that he dumped uh, Rebecca Alexa and that he can do better than her. Well, she can clearly do better than you. <laughs> so Corey goes over to Eric and says that, you know, everyone makes such a big deal out of, no uh, out of New Year's. And I don't, I mean, why? I mean, he never turns out the way you plan. And Eric looks at Corey and he says, you're not kidding. Corey brings up a time where... Er, you know, Eric and Corey were staying home. They weren't old enough to go out by themselves gallivanting on New Year's Eve. And he brings up a time when they were trying to make popcorn in the radiator. Ew. And Eric laughs at this. He's like, yeah, how could I forget? Mom and Dad yelled at us and the walls popped for weeks. <laughs> oh, gosh. Burnt popcorn smell is probably one of the worst smell. Well... An unoffensive smell, like a, you know, it's not like a skunk smell or something, but it's not a pleasant one. Eric brings up when they let the blonde babysitter curl Corey's hair. Corey self-consciously touches his hair, like, when's that going away? And Eric says, I, I don't know. <laughs> So Eric says, you know, we had a lot of lousy New Year's together, but overall, they were pretty good. I like that Eric is finally coming around. It's like this one, especially. I mean, it's a big party, a lot of people dancing, having a good time. He thanks his brother. He thanks Corey. Like, thanks. Well, hey, had to get you out of the house. It's your first ever New Year's Eve outside of the house. Why not make it one to remember, right? I mean, come on. Okay, all aboard the party car. 
We got refreshments by the conductor's booth. We got dancing right here. And if you guys want a quiet place to chat, there is plenty of room down by the sad guy. <laughs> hey, man, you know I thought tonight was going to be a wash. But you pulled it together and turned it into a party. What? Party. Oh, hey, you're all right. Hey, everybody, listen up. How about we give it up for the man who put together this little underground pot? Hey. What? Party. It's not even midnight. I know, but they're passing out garlic balls, and I wanted to get a fresh kissing. Can I get one of those? A lot of garlic. Yeah, like I got somebody to kiss. Look, Eric, I said I was sorry. No, no, look, come over, Rebecca Lex. You know why? Because I dumped her. I can do better than her. You know what else? I don't even believe me. I, uh, you know, Eric, I was thinking, I mean, Everyone always makes such a big deal out of New Year's, right? But why? I mean, they never turn out the way you planned. Yeah, you're not kidding. Yeah, especially for us. Uh, you remember that night where we tried to make popcorn in the radiator? <laughs> How could I forget? I mean, Mom and Dad freaked out on us and the walls popped for weeks. <laughs> How about that year we let the blonde babysitter curl your hair? Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> When's that going away? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, we had a lot of lousy New Year's together. Yeah, we sure did. They're all pretty good. Especially this one. I mean, big party, a lot of people dancing, having a good time. Thanks, man. Okay, everybody, listen up, listen up. The New Year's coming in. Five, four, three, two, one. But I do. <laughs> oh, this is Linda and her sister. More Linda. <laughs> Happy New Year, Score. Happy New Year, Eric. Ah, Eric, as much as I'm liking this brother-brother moment, I... Yeah, I, go kiss your girlfriend. Thank you. Oh. Quiche? Don't mind if I do. So, yeah, TJ calls it, says, hey, five seconds to New Year's. He starts counting down from five. And <laughs> Sean comes in and says, hey, it's twins. <laughs> and Topanga says, oh, Mrs. Janelli had twins? And Sean says, no, I do. Look, it's Linda and more Linda. <laughs> of course... Corey excuses himself, and Eric says, yeah, go kiss your girlfriend. So he goes over to Topanga, and they kiss. And the girl in the French maid's outfit, who's holding a serving tray of quiche, says, quiche? And Eric is like, why not? He kisses her, and she she goes with it. <laughs> oh, so sweet. All right, I want to hear about Amy and Alan's 
New Year's. Let's see how that went or if they're going to bring it up because it looks like it's breakfast the next day. Oh, did Feeny get back from the Bahamas? That might be him. Let's find out. Alan. Oh, this is so embarrassing. Uh, do you have any money? Well, George, Hamilton, Feeney, great tan. Yes, yes, well, it was a wonderful trip. But uh, the cab is waiting, and all I have is Bahamian cash and uh, airline peanuts. Oh, I'm sorry, George, I didn't get to the bank today. Hey, I got a dollar. <laughs> Dig deeper, man, the meter's running. Well, why don't you have the guy take you to a bank machine? I don't want to spend another minute with this driver. He looks nothing like his picture. Oh, my goodness. I'll be right there, Vajnish. Vajnish? <laughs> hey, Mr. Feeney, how was your trip? Hey, maybe the boys could loan you some money. Didn't they already do um, that? Oh. A little short again? <laughs> George? <laughs> I'd rather risk my liver. Oh, okay. Well, we didn't hear how Amy and Alan's night went, maybe because it was probably uneventful and Eric's car worked for them, unlike their car for Eric. And <laughs> Feeney comes in, same situation as the beginning of the episode. He needs money to pay the cab driver that brought him back from the Bahamas. You know, he's got a nice tan and Alan only has a dollar. Amy didn't get a chance to run to the bank. And Alan even asks Feeney, like... Why don't you just have them take you to a bank machine, like an ATM or something? And <laughs> Feeney says, I don't want to spend another minute with that driver. He does His driver's license doesn't even, he doesn't even look like his driver's license picture. So Sean and Corey come down. Like, hey, Alan says, maybe the boys will lend you money. And I, <laughs> Sean, of course, lords this over Feeney. Like, oh, short again, George. <laughs> and then Feeney's like, you know, I'll rather just take my uh, chances with the driver, <laughs> Vanish. <laughs> I'll risk my liver. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> And that was the episode. This this was a cute episode. Eric got on my nerves. I lost count of how many times Rebecca Alexa was mentioned. And I really was not into the Jonathan and Eli with Jonathan's exes showing up at his place. But everything else on the train car with Corey and Topanga and Sean and just turning it into a subway train party, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> I really, I, I gotta say, honestly, I really liked Topanga's outfit. It looked like, um, when, I don't know whether it's a Japanese type coat with the clasps on the front, but it was a nice bright tangerine, almost yellow, not really tie-dye, but it was, it had like, uh, like, I don't know, like a floral print, but you couldn't really see it, but it's really, really pretty. Definitely for the best outfit of the episode, I want to give it to that. And, of course, the worst one outfit, like I said, was Alan with that that denim gross-looking mom jacket that he was wearing. was not... Mm, didn't like that. So, I'd have to say a word of advice as far as lesson learned for this episode. I'll come up with a better saying when I get the podcast officially started in January. Is, if you're going out on New Year's Eve... Prepare for delays. Leave early enough that hopefully if there is a delay, you can still get to where you need to go. 
in time or even just stay in just stay in and just hang out you know get a get a little party tray of crackers and meat and cheese I mean that's what we're doing and then we toast with our um bride and groom little uh wine glass things that have held up so far for 13 years we just we don't drink wine so we just use like Welch's grape juice and that's usually how we ring in our new year it's Eve watching the ball drop and I've already watched the Full House Happy New Year's episode and I do want to watch the Wonder Years one also tonight before the night is over so all right I hope you all have a wonderful safe Happy New Year's and Look forward to 2021 with more Boy Meets World episodes coming your way in the months ahead. Bye-bye, everybody.